Welcome back to the Eucatropolis podcast. I'm your host, James Hill. Today I'm bringing you a bite-sized episode about a really cool idea that has changed the way I teach. I teach an after-school group every week for my son and some friends of his, and I had kind of a breakthrough with them the other day, and I wanted to share this with you if you're a teacher or if you'd like to be a teacher uh, or if you're a community facilitator, this is for you. How to turn a one-chord lullaby into a two-chord rocker. A number of people here I know are ukulele teachers. Teaching runs deep uh, in Eucatropolis because it's not just for students. Of course, we have courses and training for teachers and teaching resources. And so I know from looking in the chat that there are people here who are ukulele teachers or leaders of ukulele groups or just people who uh, would like to maybe do that someday, you know, uh, lead other people or um, pass on what they know. So here I am yesterday, I'm teaching this uh, class for my son and his friends. We do it after school on Wednesdays and um, we're having a ton of fun, mostly. Some some days, you know, it's tricky. You got a bunch of kids after school, they're wired or they're tired. Um, but uh, yesterday we had a great session and we had some new people there who hadn't really done anything with music. I mean, they were just joining for the first time and the rest of the kids have had at least a year of instruction on their instrument. It's not only ukuleles, but we do have some ukuleles there. And so I had this juggling act, as as we so often do, of, of some students who were coming on stream and others who were feeling pretty comfortable. Uh, any teachers in the chat here, any teachers uh, online right now can relate to this fully, I know. And so I thought, well, what I need is a one-chord song. I need a one-chord song, um, probably in C, and we can all just bang away on... Um, actually, I didn't have, have them play a chord. It was just the C note. I wanted them to find the C note on their instrument. We had, uh, we had drums, piano, ukulele, tin whistle, harmonica, bongo, and uh, glockenspiel. <laughs> Right, so it's not just as simple as saying, "Okay, okay, everybody, play the C chord." It's more like, "Okay, everybody, try to find this sound on your instrument." You know, go around and see if they've got it reasonably in the ball ballpark. And once we all got onto a C, we sang a song that I love to play a, a one chord song, or at least it can be a one chord song. Every night when the sun goes in, so we sang it, you know, kind of just normal you know this was just a starting point every night when the sun goes in every night when the sun goes in and they're just playing C the whole time every night when the sun goes in I hang my head and mournful cry and at this point I'm I'm playing the piano actually most of the time in this group which I don't really play but I've been enjoying learning 
more about the past couple of years. So we're starting to feel like, hey, this actually works. And everybody's found their C or something close to it. And most of them have caught on to where the beat is. And they're tapping their bongos or tapping their feet or you know, blowing into the middle of the harmonica, you know, on the beat. And it's like, okay, this is starting to sound like music. And then, and I'd already prepped my son for this because he's our drummer. And then I said, okay, let's, let's switch it up a little bit. And uh, I'm going to teach you two new notes, a G, and they all found a G, and F. And we did a little bit more about how, you know, the musical alphabet only goes to G, and now I want you to take it back one step, and they all had to figure out what's one step before G. You know, even that was kind of like a, uh, we're not used to counting backwards through the alphabet. They don't teach us that in school. Uh, and that's because the English curriculum is not designed by musicians. If it were, you would learn how to count backwards through the alphabet, and you would also learn how to count by twos through the alphabet, because then you could spell chords very easily. But I digress. Um, so they figured out G and F, and then we played the same song using, I was playing the G chord and the F chord, and they were just playing G and F, and it, um, it ends up sounding like this. was on the drums just banging away he's got this beat going up boom checka boom checka boom checka boom checka boom checka boom and it's just like all of a sudden we we've gone from sort of this lullaby into this sort of like uh, I don't know jam band rock tune and and all they're doing is playing G and F so for the music theorists among us you know we we're, we've we've slid into G mixolydian <laughs> So it's really just the notes of the C scale, except now we're playing in the key of G. And it just automatically sounds cool. And going back and forth between G and F, I was like, well, that works. That works great. And um, and secretly, of course, what they were learning was the C note in that first version. And in the second version, they learned the G note and the F note in a separate version, like in a separate exercise. But you put those two things together, what have they got now? C, F, and G. Hmm, a very unintentionally clever way of teaching the one, the four, and the five in the key of C, which they need so badly. Of course, everybody knows we need those sounds. But to break them up so that they're learning sort of a song for the one chord, and then they're learning a song for the F and the G chord, uh, and it's the same song, but it sounds totally different. And it's an echo song that they can respond to uh, when they're able. It was just like a party. We were having a great time. And so this morning, I was thinking to myself, well, would that apply to other one chord songs? Is this a, is this a teaching technique that, that can actually be applied 
uh, to like Frere Jacques or Three Blind Mice or I don't know anything else that you can think of where you can get away with one chord and I sort of think that it does work so like if I go Frere Jacques Frere Jacques Dormez-vous now that's all in C and using the C chord but if I switch to G and F Or I could stretch it out and go I think I like that better It's like, okay, I've been teaching the ukulele for a very long time and playing the ukulele for even longer, and I never noticed that this that one chord songs in the major key can be converted that easily into two chord rock and roll songs. <laughs> like instant conversion. And so I just put that out there because it, to me it I mean, if you're if you're sitting there going, what does this have to do with you know playing solo ukulele jazz arrangements? It, pretty much nothing. But if you're sitting there and you're a teacher looking for some strategies that are just like do real work for you, this might blow your mind the way it blew my mind yesterday afternoon. And I wanted to share that with you because I know there are some people out there right now who are going to go, "Wow, I can use that tomorrow. I can use that right away." So there you go, a little. Bonus for you, for all the teachers out there. Turn a one chord song into a two chord song and at the same time, learn the one, four, and five chords in the uh, key of C. Wow. Try that on and let me know how it fits. Thanks for tuning in to the Euctropolis podcast for this bite-sized bonus episode for teachers. And if you are a teacher or if you'd like to become a teacher, please... Join us at jhui.org, J-H-U-I.org. It's not just a teacher training program for ukulele instructors. It's also a community. It's a community of people like you who believe that the ukulele can bring good into the world and can help people to connect with one another and with music. So come join us jhui.org and be part of passing on the ukulele to the next generation. 